Welcome to Spring the Beacon with Ryan Rieger. Today we're playing Lego, and Daddy has other dice stay on my play Lego. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and I'm joined with my buddy, Stephen Hibbert. Welcome back. Hey-o! Upgrade from friend to buddy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Is that an upgrade? I guess. Yeah. yeah Good friend. BFF. Um, no, yeah, we, we're working on a lot of stuff together, so we'll, you're probably going to see him more and more as we're uh, building things out. We've got a lot of really cool things happening in the VA world with uh, you know, Pastors VA service, helping people with their social media, uh, doing some YouTube things. And so that's all we wanna talk about today is YouTube. I don't know if I've ever had an episode strictly about YouTube and how to level that up. Um, I would say if you have a personal brand, you've got a podcast, you're doing, you've got a blog going, you might as well have a YouTube channel. Even if it's just like, I know a lot of people, Steven, will just use it as a place just to throw up videos. They're not, they don't really have like a plan with it. Um, I mean, it's better to have a plan, but you might as well at least get what you've got going on up there because it's just another opportunity for somebody to find you and get into your ecosystem. So even if you use it as a, just, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some videos once in a while and I'm gonna put them there and whoever finds them, finds them. That's better than nothing. You might as well use it. Use what we call repurposing your content. If you have a podcast, why not record it in video as well? Uh, there's a lot of software that does that. I'm using Zoom. It may not be the best in the world, but it works because it creates a, a video file and an audio file. And I'm doing the work one time, and now I've got a con I've got content for YouTube, and I've got content for the podcast. And then I have a VA that comes back in behind me and clips it up and makes it smaller smaller clips for social media. So got it gets it into the system, and I'm not doing two different things. So Stephen, let's talk about YouTube. I think the um, just tell me your journey. I know that um, you don't consider yourself an expert, but you definitely are, in my opinion, because you experienced paid in the you. trenches. Yeah. yeah, people have paid you for your experience and your knowledge. Yes. You've done a lot of it. You've even done for free just because you wanted to learn and dig into people's channels to, to see how the analytics work. But you become quite a master with the analytics. So just walk us through your journey. Yeah, I think I'm coming from a I love Google Analytics. I love the data side of the business. YouTube allows me to help people and show them analytics even if they hate numbers because the youtube mm -hmm. dashboard is very easy to like understand and they can see progress oh i had two views and it was struggling now i know why i'm getting thousands or hundreds of thousands of views and i can see the progression and i know how to consistently do better from the data even if data and analytics isn't your thing i think it's yeah. needed to grow a business yeah. but youtube i think makes it the easiest in that mm -hmm. i think from me uh, 2015, I think, is when we started just, like you said, just putting things up on YouTube as a, just a video hosting place. And we were just trying yeah. to see what's the best place to put videos so people can go back and search for them because we're doing a lot of teaching and consulting. And we'd like to point people back to like any information that we have and just mm -hmm. put it up there. Mm -hmm. We weren't titling or thumbnailing or tagging anything of any like strategy more than just putting it up there but yeah. we had a video kind of go viral for us we got like four thousand views on something that we were just getting like five to ten views on and then we started just digging in and i think through that process nathaniel who i'm doing most of the stuff with saw it and was like there's something here but i don't understand any of this can you take a look and see <laughs> if there's analytics that we can gather to see if we can do this again and then so I you were like why why did this get so many views let's figure out why that okay yeah. it was just a keyword that we used 
And on YouTube, yeah. we weren't really doing any kind of SEO or anything. It was just, we just so happened to call it what people were searching for it. And mm. I think through my experience, I've realized the disconnect between like Ryan talking about retail arbitrage. It's not really what most people are searching. I think when you're an Amazon seller and you're doing sourcing, retail arbitrage is something that you come across, but it's not an the first inside thing word, you... right? Yeah. So I think just realizing the... that disconnect from like the terms that people are searching mm. and the terms that people use when they start becoming a little bit more known in the space. Because yeah. that was something I identified with your channel too, is like you're doing a lot of higher level teaching and training, but the way that you're terming a lot of stuff is not what most people are searching. You mm. just need to put that into like how to start Amazon, but like simplify it down. What are most customers searching for so that they can find your video? That's how you can get a lot more views. And Got I think it. over time, we were just testing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But from that first video, realizing like it's very easy inside Google to look at your analytics, see what YouTube search is being searched because they give you the keywords. And I was like, this is magic because using Amazon mm. is like <laughs> the most frustrating thing when you're trying to figure out what keywords are driving most of my traffic. And now, yeah. especially, you got to pay for so many ads to kind of like zone in on what keywords might be working the best and spending yeah. thousands of dollars. Where on YouTube, you can almost put up any one minute, two minute, five minute video and just test those keywords. Even mm. if the video, like you get a lot of clicks, but they don't see like watch a lot of your videos, you can go, at least that's the mm -hmm. topic that they're looking for. What I'm saying in the video doesn't line up with the topic, but at least I know what people are searching for. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first part I like to help people with is, hey, you're putting out great content, you're just putting it in the wrong place. We mm -hmm. wanna help you move that and put it into where people are actually searching and looking for that yes. content. Okay, so what are some quick tips without hiring somebody to, like you wanna get down and dirty and do it yourself, and um, I have a video I'm ready to post, and normally I just title it whatever I want to title it. I'm not really thinking through too much. How do I do a little bit of research to to massage that title to where it's what I what what might bring more views because it's what people are actually searching for. What are the tools I need? I don't think you need any tools to start. And it's I like YouTube also because you can it's very easy to identify patterns. Mm -hmm. So you can just go straight into YouTube. Whatever you're gonna be talking about. Mm -hmm. Put that in the search bar. However, you would naturally search it. So Ryan does how to do Amazon product searching. You actually or go to YouTube.com, start typing in. Okay. And see what comes up. Because if you type in replens, like I was doing for you, I, I showed you like, hey, if you type in replens, it's actually a product and it's a woman's product. This is not what you should be titling your videos. So if you put something in and the videos that show up are not what you're talking about at all, yeah. Maybe that's a different term. I terms guess this depends on your audience. Should be looking okay. For. So like if my goal is to only um I'm only using my YouTube channel to support like my current Amazon seller students, then and I'm pointing people to these videos, I don't really care about extra eyeballs on it, then it probably doesn't matter what I call it. Uh, true. But if I'm trying my goal is to reach outside people, which most of people using YouTube are trying to reach more customers that way then you got to think how is my ideal person searching for this information what are they titling it or what are they typing in to youtube to find this correct yeah and it doesn't have to be perfect and i would even say if you're doing what ryan suggested where you're just uploading videos like how we were for our core audience Nothing is stopping you from just taking an extra five seconds, going to YouTube, typing whatever you would title the video, see what's there and see the patterns. What thumbnails are there, what keywords are being used in the titles and just titling things slightly better. 
because yes, you are serving your own audience and you know what they're looking for. But if you take an extra five minutes max and really polish up, even doing the thumbnail and everything is not that much time. You have the ability to reach more audience. And I think that's the power of YouTube is you can serve both audiences because the audience that you're going to be directing there, it almost doesn't matter what the title and thumbnails are. They're going to go and watch your videos. And that's why we were putting videos up there is just to point people back from our core audience to those videos. Yeah. But leverage YouTube. YouTube is a huge search engine. Google owns YouTube. A lot of the same SEO and everything that Google, Google uses is the same for mm -hmm. YouTube. If you can just tap into that search engine, you can 10x the views on your videos without doing a bunch of extra work. Mm. Just make sure whatever keywords you're using are some type of keywords that people are searching and looking for more than just your core audience. Like I said, yeah. replens was not the right word for you because yeah. of the products that came up. So it was just, what is replens really at the core? It's how people do research for Amazon products. Call it Amazon FBA product research and then mm. just see and then see what comes up there and go oh all these yeah. videos have over a million views i might be able to rank here but at least let me title my video like that so it gives the youtube algorithm something to see where this video should go and then youtube will tell you where those videos should live through your own analytics that's good does youtube have the suggested search like on amazon like if i'm looking on yep. amazon i'm looking for titles and you know, i start typing in white sofa <laughs> it might it'll Space, automatically suggest this white yes. sofa with armchairs or white sofas with ottomans okay is are those suggested search terms something that somebody should be paying attention to as i'm typing in how to do amazon and then it it starts populating some other options i should be looking at those as clues yeah and you just pointed out something that's why i love using youtube so much it is a search engine and it's mostly how to what is versus best worst there's like a couple ones that i would start with so if you are trying to think of like video ideas how to space amazon and then just see what auto completes because it's almost like the people that are searching are cutting grooves into youtube searches so as soon as you do how to amazon you're gonna see what most people are searching for from most to least in the search bar yeah. it doesn't always query like that but most of the time that's what is happening if you put it Amazon and then space FBA or Amazon space research or Amazon space anything, you're going to continue to see what they suggest. And if it, mm. you hit space and nothing else comes up, that should be a good long-term title to see what's there. Then if you hit search and let YouTube pull up that query and go, what mm. do the videos look like here? What are the thumbnails here? What's the common color? Yesterday we were helping a client and they were doing Keepa stuff. And then I, he didn't have the Keepa name in there. He didn't have the Keepa logo or anything. He just titled it like how to do how do you look at graphs and i was like you're not even even your own audience they don't know what you're talking about so i was like just put the keep a <laughs> keyword in there and it's not just keep a graphs it's how to understand and read keep a graphs for amazon fba so oh, that was wow. the title that we added and it already is getting a lot more views and a lot more click-throughs oh, just goodness. by positioning the video better because yeah. no one's searching for that and this was another thing helping a lot of churches like churches always put up sunday service and then the date it's like that might be great for your core audience, but nobody that's searching online is typing in Sunday, Sunday service, service like, September 21st. <laughs> what was that service about? Even yeah. if you're a pastor, just put what that service was about mm -hmm. as the time. You don't have to do any research. Just don't do that. Just put keywords in there and see what comes up. That's good. Okay. You just mentioned some things that were uh, great tips. 
go through that list, the how to, the verses, because these are if you're if you're putting videos out on YouTube, these are ideas for creating new videos. So how to? They're prefixes. I I call them buckets, like video buckets. Normally, people are searching Amazon through those core ones: the how to, what is, verses, and then best and worst. Those are like the top five, top five prefixes. That people are searching on YouTube. Mm. There's a long list of other ones. That's cool. But if you're just trying to yeah. gather ideas, if you have a idea for a keyword and then you type in like how to and then that keyword, you don't even have to do like how to the specific thing because you could just type in how to Amazon and then they will auto complete before, after, in the middle. Like they'll give you a lot of information just from hitting yes. space to see what yes. auto completes inside the YouTube yeah. suggest. Okay, in Amazon, we talk a lot about finding those golden gaps and like uh, an underserved product, an underserved ASIN where I can put my product in and it's not like I'm going to have to spend money on ads because people are already searching for these things. Yep. What, in your opinion, is a a good gap there? Like, is it, is it easy to, on a podcast, to explain like if you type in something and you only, and you see videos that, don't aren't relevant or or um is there a certain metrics to look at to so it looks like i might have found a gap let's place a video here to see how it does um i don't know if there's enough time on this call to tell like exactly how to do that but here are some guidelines that i would look for if you're typing in things and you're hitting space and you get to the end where it's not auto completing anymore and you you search that on youtube and see what comes up something that you can look at is the amount of views on that video because if you go all the way down that line and hit enter and all 10 of the videos that are on there the top 10 don't have more than say 100 views it might not even be worth your time to create that video because not enough people are interested in that topic Okay. period. Okay. But the flip side could also be true. If you type in like how to start an Amazon business and you hit enter and each one of those videos has 100,000, 200, a million, and you know most of your views only get 100, it's going to be very difficult to put a video there. Now, mm. you want to shoot somewhere in between that. Each niche, each industry, each thing is a little different. So it's going to take a little bit of time. If you do this for a week, you should understand like, oh, most views in this Amazon space have a million views. I'm going to have a hard time getting any of my videos to rank here. I have to niche down into mm. Amazon FBA or Amazon research or Amazon tools, and then just try to start building something there where there's a lot less yeah. competition. And then you'll know, once you start testing videos, you'll see, oh, I can rank here. And I can get on the first page of how to start an Amazon business FBA in Canada this is kind of my space and then mm. inside there there's going to be a bunch of questions how to ship from canada how to ship to canada how, yeah. you'll see a lot of those because then you can look at their competition too and see like hey this guy has a hundred thousand views what other videos does he have and then you can start pulling from that and say mm. oh i should also do these videos That's because there's good. a large gap here where there's one other person and i can also put my two cents into this. It's not just one authority and that's authority forever. YouTube is looking for the best person to answer that question. When you find that there's just like three people in there answering most of those questions, yeah. you can throw your hat into the ring and then sometimes yeah. gather a lot of views. Because for me, when I research something, like say I want it, like when I was fixing the pool pump, how to fix the pool pump, I'm not just watching one video. I'm gonna watch like four or five of those videos. So you're all getting the same view because it's one person yeah. going in and watching all those. Then the one that yeah. I connect with the most, go deeper with him. But yeah. me 
might connect somebody with different than Ryan. Ryan might like somebody that goes, you know how to fix a pool pump? Call the pool person. Don't touch it. <laughs> and that's the advice I should have took, but I didn't. I was foolish enough to go, I can figure this out. Now I regret it because I was like, I should just call, call the nice man. Come fix it. This is not my specialty. I should be out there trying yeah. to figure out a pool pump. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, man. Um, I want to go. You've talked to a lot of people that need help with YouTube. So I want to make sure that you enter anything that you think we should be asking here and talking about. One question I know people ask is, how do I make money on YouTube? And it, I know it's you get a certain point in your subscriptions that you can actually monetize the channel. What's your thoughts on actually making money on YouTube? Is it worth even going towards that? Or do you feel like YouTube, for most people, is just a platform that you should send them back to a course, a membership, products that you have versus trying to make YouTube your business? I guess I'm, I'm always asking the clients, like, what is your goal? Like for you, gaining money from YouTube monetization is not something that you really want to be doing. You have products, so I'm- I mean, I'm interested in that, but I don't know. It sounds like it'd probably be a gargantuan task. Like I'd have to shift much of my focus over to that in order for that to be a large stream of income, correct? Yeah, it's not worth your time, energy, and effort to do that because there, there are a lot more lucrative things in your business that you can be doing than yeah. worrying about the YouTube monetization. So mm -hmm. I always put it on, what are your goals for mm -hmm. YouTube? I think you can be a YouTuber, like an influencer. There's enough money to be made if you're focusing in on that. But sometimes the things that make a lot of money are not things that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So there is a duality there. And mm -hmm. sometimes the thing that really passionate about there are no affiliate marketing things in there there's not really any money in there so i think it's just up to you like do, do you want to use youtube to maximize your dollars per hour then you might mm -hmm. be talking about things that you don't really have a passion for you might be doing mm -hmm. brand deals that are not really lining up with what you like to do this is something that is the duality in the youtube space is like do i go after the i think it's in all entrepreneurs like do i go after the money or do i go after the passion mm. i think you can use youtube for your passion but you have to yeah. use youtube like a marketing platform it's yeah. a long tail search engine i mean i guess it is kind of in the social media space but mm -hmm. i see youtube as a long-term search query and mm -hmm. it helps you go viral not just like if you put something up, you get 24 hour window. You can put something up that's solid. We put videos out eight years ago that still get views. We wow. put videos out 10 years ago that are paying us good money just because we made a video on a topic that we were interested at the time. So mm. that's why I love YouTube is my passions and interests change all the time. But if I make a solid video at the time that I'm passionate about it, I could just go on to whatever my next thing is. Either we set up a brand deal where all the traffic is sent to their product and we get paid out affiliate commission, or it's a popular enough video just on YouTube where we get the YouTube monetization. Mm. There's a lot of ways to make money. But I would say most of your audience, I would not focus on that route unless you really like to get in front of camera and talk on a mic. I would focus more as YouTube as your marketing platform that's an mm. organic way to test because you yeah. can test a bunch of stuff on youtube you can make one like this video now will get cut up and made into a lot of content it gives yeah. you a lot of lines in the water just from one hour of effort or one five minute yes. out time it's just you can maximize your time whatever the video clip is can be clipped up and turned into a hundred different pieces of content mm -hmm. on youtube to test the waters to see like what keywords should my channel be using not just everybody, but what is your channel specifically able to shoot the gap on and where do you fit in? And then how do you leverage that to be the best like organic marketing traffic driver to whatever the thing is that you're trying to promote? 
Yes, that's good. I feel like a, a lot of people have a fear of, um, you know, it's my, they look at other people doing YouTube and it's like, wow, that looks like, you know, that belongs on a, a, a my regular TV. Like it's so high quality. <laughs> like I would never be able to match that. Um, the lighting's amazing. And that's all well and good, but you know, my videos aren't like that. And maybe they should be, I don't know, but talk, <laughs> encourage the person who's like, man, I'd love to do it, Steven, but I just don't, I'm not there. I don't have the team. I don't have, you know, I don't, I, I, that intimidates me to do those fancy videos like that, but it doesn't have to be like that. Right? No. And I, I almost steer people away from even people that have like high quality videos. I try to steer them away from that from the beginning. It's like, until you really know your audience or your niche, it's not even worth buying all that fancy equipment. It, mm -hmm. You should be testing and really identifying who your audience is before spending large amounts of money on like equipment to improve your quality. I always say you could have the best shot video, the most cinematic, but if nobody can find it, you've wasted <laughs> a lot of time, energy, and effort. Versus, and I think everybody's seen, especially with the TikTok age, someone just has a phone, says mm -hmm. a couple of things, and it gets millions of Views. Right, that's right. not the most polished video it's just because people can find it search it or share it yeah. those are more important to me than the high quality of the thing so anybody that feels like mm -hmm. oh i can't do it because i don't have a fancy camera i don't have a if you have a cell phone even an mm -hmm. old cell phone now at this point like cameras have come so far mm -hmm. you can shoot a video and get that information out what you're really trying to do is find how you connect with the audience yeah. test those videos take that minute long video that you did and share it different places cut it up edit it slightly different mm -hmm. something that we did when we first started that same video that kind of went semi-viral for us that had four thousand views on it was on amazon captcha now this was just a question that was asked to us mm -hmm. when we were doing a lot of research and the google bots were seeing that you're doing a lot of queries and then they would ask you are you a robot that that's called the captchas like the the checking yeah. because we were doing so much research we were triggering that and we found a way to get away from that so we wouldn't have to trigger it and we were just talking about that in the video that video took off because a lot of people are doing a lot of research and oh, then wow. that was the one that was going off nathaniel yeah. just made another video almost saying the same exact thing but uh -huh. this time we put a thumbnail on it we put a little graphics into it we had a call to yeah. action at the end and that video had 10 times the amount of views almost in the wow. first week than that wow. video had at the whole life of it being up for probably a year before that or six months at least before that so it's wow. it, you're just looking for what's going to resonate with the audience mm -hmm. then double down on that but your first goal especially if you're just starting off on youtube is find the audience understand mm. the keywords youtube analytics if you don't even understand it just go in there and start poking around they make it very user friendly it's got an amazing ui user yeah. interface where you can look at the graphs you can mm -hmm. see what's working they give you a ten thousand foot view and then if you click on each video they give you analytics just for that specific video you can see and learn so much oh i thought this video was amazing but i see people watch all the way up till two minutes and then all the traffic drops off what did i say in the first two minutes or people skip to the eight minute mark what's what did i say in the eight minute mark oh i should make a video on that yes. it's very user-friendly to know like what's working what's not working unlike yeah. amazon where i was always frustrated like something's really working but i have no idea so i don't know how to double down on this right. information or I have to pay thousands of dollars in ads to really know what's going on like sure. youtube is free and you can test a bunch of stuff and even if you upload mm -hmm. the same video changing out the intros and the call to actions or even editing the video a little bit longer mm -hmm. though you can make a ton of content from one single what we call pillar content and then yeah. just test a bunch of the waters yeah okay let's pretend that you're going into the back end of most of the people's youtube accounts that are like what mine was where it's just it's just kind of there i just don't <laughs> it's not like a focus 
<laughs> I, of course, I'd love to have 50 million subscribers, but I don't know how to get there. And I, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. But I, I, I want to get more eyeballs on my stuff. Um, let's go through each section. Like what would when you do an audit, like let's talk to get some. You've already given some awesome tips about um, how to title it better. But give me an idea of like we walk through each element of a YouTube channel. What are some things that most people aren't doing that with a simple tweak like you talked about can sometimes 10x their number of views? So kind of methodically go through each section that somebody listen to this, like maybe they're the social media manager at their church and they're wondering how they can uh, you know level up their church YouTube channel. Or I'm, a, I'm just a business guy. I'm, I have a podcast and I just throw up the videos up there, but I don't really have a plan for it. I'm not doing the thumbnails. I'm there's. I'm just letting it auto generate. I'm not really do much tagging and descriptions. I put a tiny description, but it's nothing fancy. So walk us through each of those because I think this is going to be um, amazing for folks listening to simple things they can do to level it up. I would say across the board, because YouTube has come such a far way from the original what it was there's a level of quality expected on most YouTube channels, like banner, logo, basic thumbnail. Like okay. there's just like a quality level that I think most people when they're watching YouTube are expecting at least. So that, that when I go to the, my level. YouTube channel, there's a banner at the top. It's, it's a, the same color that they would see on my website. So there's some consistency there. Okay. That's good. So I think this is the thing that trips people up because the next question I was get asked is, well, how do I do that? And I go, what you should be doing is looking at your competition and at least trying to level up to your competition. I don't think you have to do 10 times what your competition is doing, especially in blogging. Mm -hmm. I like people like, oh, what I need to do is write a blog twice as long. I need to have twice as many keys. Right, right, I don't right, think yeah. it needs to be that, but you have to at least be at the level of whatever the competition is. It's almost mm -hmm. personally, if you went to a website that was built in the 80s where it's like all the HTML, the sparkles on the side, the music autoplays, you would leave because you're like, oh, this is old. This is outdated. This is not anything I want to be a part of. Like, yeah. you don't have to be the newest, fanciest website, but you just can't be a dinosaur in the space. So I think yeah. most people don't have a banner, don't have a logo, or have those things poor, and they're just like not even doing the basics. At least do the basics. But then on top of that, I would just mm. look around at your competition and see what they're doing. I'm not saying copy exactly what they're doing, but just go, how can I elevate myself to at least that level? So if somebody yeah. clicks on or finds or does a search and my video is standing next to his video, I have just as much chance of getting that click. Now, it's hard to go internally to go, oh, should I use red or should I use blue or orange or what's the mm. perfect color? Just make sure if he's using his face and some colors and two words, do something similar, use your face. Like don't be a faceless channel if most people want a face yeah. and don't have your face on there if they want the information of like, mm. what is cricket or how to play cricket? Like someone's face on that video is maybe not gonna drive it. It's like maybe a cricket player or rules of cricket, something just go and see pattern match, mm. type that stuff in and look at it. What is your channel in? What's the industry? You can go in and do a, a more specific search inside YouTube and just see like channels and then search those channels, see what they That's look good. like. Get your level to be compatible to their level. I then look at your competition, up, upgrade what your What do they have in their cover, descriptions, title, tags? Okay, cool. Let's get, jump into each video. Um, the, the thumbnail, what's the easiest way for somebody who's not a graphic designer to put together a thumbnail that looks okay? There, <laughs> this is where I, I tend to tell people like, hey, if you're not a graphic designer, hand that work off. <laughs> Hire us to do the VAs to do that stuff. Now, if you want to do this on your own, you can find Canva 
or Adobe has, I think it's Adobe Express, which are the free graphic design web based. Mm -hmm. And then I would inside there, they have a lot of photos. So okay. say we're doing one on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I would type in Amazon into their little photo thing to see what mm -hmm. comes up and mm -hmm. see what's there. And if you can't find something that matches, do like warehouse if you're talking on the warehouse or shipping if you're talking about the shipping and then find yeah. a actual photo in their free photos they offer mm -hmm. to use as a background. If most people have their face on there, get a high quality picture of your face. And even in those softwares, they do auto cropping. So you can crop your face, have yeah. that background, and then put one to three words max on the thumbnail. I know a lot of people have a lot of different sayings about this, but the one to three seems to work best for us across all the clients that we're helping. And then mm. titles that play nicely with your thumbnail keywords. If you're okay. doing one that has like a... Uh, best Amazon products as the thumbnail, don't have those same exact three keywords in the title. Do something mm. that's comparable to that. So you're getting the max stretch on the So you SEO. don't put your whole YouTube title on the actual thumbnail image. Okay, so give me an example. On this on this uh, episode, we may title it, um, how to level up your YouTube channel. Let's just say that's what we call this podcast episode. And that's the title of my YouTube episode. How to level up your YouTube channel. So what might you put in, just guess, I know you, you'd go back and do research and, and spend five <laughs> minutes to come up with keywords, but what might- Yeah, I would take that title and put it into YouTube and then see what's there and then like get pattern recognition to see what's there. But off the top of my head, I always like the like this versus that. So I would have it split down the screen and mm -hmm. then like pre and then do like an after. So before, after, or this versus that, and just have something like that to be the thumbnail. Because what you want the thumbnail to do is grab the attention of the person, because they're either gonna be scrolling on their phone or on a uh, website of just, uh, not on a website, but on their computer, just scrolling through. You want your thumbnail to jump out at them. Mm -hmm. Then the title, if they hover over or they see it next to it, they'll go, oh, how to level up my YouTube. I'm interested in that. So the thumbnail is really trying to just grab the eyeballs. Then the title is trying to sell them on the click. Then once they click, whatever the first part of this video is has to address that that's the other yep. the, like key part of having success on youtube is whatever you're promising them in the mm -hmm. thumbnails and the titles you have to deliver because there was a time a couple of years ago where they were clickbait was the big thing where they would mm. pretend like the video is about something crazy and then when you get into the video it's nothing it doesn't even match up anything of what you were sold in the thumbnail yeah, and the title so people wasted their time yeah okay we got a couple minutes left what would you do about the tell me about the description the description i would really look at your competition because the description mm -hmm. is something that it's good for keywords like having similar keywords in the title as the description mm -hmm. is a good like use of that space mm -hmm. but it's mostly for people that like to read like they're going to watch the video they're going to go to the description just read through it so uh. I don't know everybody's audience, but if you look at your competition and see like, oh, they're really writing this to someone that's struggling with this, try to have that same tone when you're writing your description. Now in the mm -hmm. rest of the description, I think you should have links to your YouTube channel, to your last video, to any other social media that you have, to your website, write information of anything that you think will be helpful to from watching mm -hmm. that video to mm -hmm. the audience that's watching that video. Mm -hmm. But looking at your competition is going to be able to biggest tell. And if your competition really has nothing in there, that's where you can spend a little bit more time and really elevate yourself from the competition mm -hmm. if they just have like two lines in there. Because a lot of people just write like the same thing, whatever's in the title, they write in the description. That's one way to do it. But I would yeah. level up. Look at top YouTube channels to see what they're putting in their description and then try mm -hmm. to copy that a little bit. That's good. What about tags? 
tags are becoming less important, but it's really good for the algorithm to see like what's the widest reach you want to be on. Mm -hmm. I would put longer terms in the tags. I know some people put just like Amazon and then another tag is FBA. I would stretch those out and I wouldn't try mm -hmm. to double up on the keywords too much. Google's algorithm is essentially the same as YouTube's algorithm and Google okay. is getting very good at knowing you don't have to put Amazon FBA 15 different times in your tags. It's a waste of SEO space. You only get, I think mm -hmm. it's 500 characters now in the tags. Try yeah. to get the 500, maximize the 500 in long-term search keywords that are not mm -hmm. the same keywords that give you the widest reach. Because what wow, YouTube's going to do is try to put that video in a lot of different places very quickly, identify where that should go, and then that's where they tell you, hey, people that are searching this keyword, because we saw it in your tags, we saw it in your title, we saw it in the description, mm -hmm. this is where we're going to put it. But the YouTube algorithm and the Google algorithm is amazing because even mm -hmm. if you have no tags and you have like two words in the description, they'll still be able to pull keywords out and tell you where that video should live. Wow. Cool. Good stuff. I'm sure we could probably have several <laughs> podcast episodes about YouTube because there's, there's so much there. Thanks for doing this with me, man. For well, sure. the last thing I want to say is, it, it, like Ryan, if your focus is on other things and you're making way more money in those other things, don't spend a ton of your time on YouTube. You right. can have people locally to you or a VA service like ours help you with the YouTube aspect. Because even if you just make one video a month, we can help you turn that video into many more videos. We can really yes. help you understand your own algorithm to go, hey, you're making <laughs> videos on replen and that's a woman's product. You should really title this for FBA product research. Like right. you should be doing other things and we can just help you drive that traffic to whatever you want them to through a strategically yes. looking at your YouTube channel. Yes, you can go to wingmanvas.com, learn more about that. I don't think we have a specific YouTube um, offering on that page, but just email me, ryan at ryanrieger.com. We'll get you connected um, because we're building out that department right now, a YouTube department of our Wingman VA service. So, Stephen, thanks so much, buddy. Appreciate it. No problem, brother. Talk to you next time. Take Bye. it easy. Bye-bye, everyone. See you next week.